Hi, Gemstones. Welcome to the episode of Blurg. Today, we are talking about Stride of Pride, the third episode of 30 Rock's seventh season. After pitching it as a theme for a bachelorette party and a cross-country road trip with a toddler, Jenna finally gets her wish. This episode is all about sluts. <laughs> Liz continues her sexual renaissance by doing it in the shower. Shoes on, of course. Now we're thinking she's in her socks and sandals beachwear, her suicide cult shoes, or her lesbian Frankensteins. Meanwhile, Jack and Pizzerina Sparrow engage in a slut-off, giving us the great escape Pokemon mashup that no one wanted, but everyone deserved. Unfortunately for his harem of women, Jack's loins truly belong to Steve McQueen. And Kenneth is growing so much more comfortable using his sexuality as a weapon. We love to see this level of continual character growth, even in a show's final season. I mean, he didn't even throw up in Angie's damn foyer. Now let's dive in and see if Elizabeth Q. Lemonade proves Christopher Hitchens, I mean Tracy Jordan, wrong about female comedy. What is this, horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. All right, Lemon, you got me. Yes, this is the same flashy night tie I was wearing when I left work yesterday. My hair is a disaster. I am indeed on a walk of shame. You slut! That woman was Pizzerina Zabarro, the heiress to the Zabarro slice and calzone fortune. I should be heading upstairs to change. I wouldn't want anyone seeing me like this. Come on, walk of shame? I say call it a stride of pride and walk with your arms up like this. That is surprisingly non-judgmental. I'm 41 years old, Jack. I'm no stranger to the walk of shame. Yes, I'm still wearing the same clothes as yesterday. I stayed up all night helping Bradley finish the Joseph coat. Just hearing that story tells me that Bradley was gay. Only sexually, but I've come a long way since then. In fact, since Chris and I have been trying, Liz Lemon has had a little awakening in her bathing suit area. I mean, I've seen your bathing suits. That could be anywhere. I'm serious, Jack. I feel like I'm ready for one of those Sex in the City girls brunches where you talk about dirty stuff and make a lot of puns like, you know, I thought I was eating eggs. That was a good one. Hey, that was that was really impressive. I put I literally like wrote out what each person did in the episode and then used that to create the intro. Took me twice as long, but it was worth it, hey, right? Considering how little work you do for this <laughs> podcast. What's ten minutes? You know. <laughs> but really, that was masterful. Oh, yeah. like, wow. Either way, you maybe you should think about doing that for a living. What blurbing things? Oh yeah, little blurbs. I mean, as long as I can be about sluts, because like I think it's just because like <laughs> there's certain subjects that you gravitate towards, and I gravitate towards sluts, and it fucking hits. Um, considering you're like not a slut, I'm not sure why. Because I want to be, and I was in the past, and I really just love that slut energy. <laughs> if you're a slut, I appreciate you. Do you follow JBN on any of his socials? Is he being a slut? Are they being a slut? He, they always say, you're a hot slut. Hi, hot slut. You're, just remember, you're a hot slut. Uh -huh. You're going to have a great day. Because I feel like everyone needs to be shamed. It's just like, if you're hot, then you should be a slut. Because like, But not if everyone you're wants then you should be out. You just extra points. <laughs> No, I was using the hot slut terminology. There was a very specific framework where I was given to function. And you beat me over the head with it. Now I'm politically incorrect. A clue that she tried to give to me in our companion podcast takes all over the place. I did do a very good job of that. We there were just like a better way to say political, but I couldn't I just couldn't think of it. No, no, no. It was you were just like woke but earlier. And <gasps> life was very clear. I tried yeah. to watch the Bill Maher Elon Musk interview and uh, I started to die from the inside out, so I just turned it off. Yeah, that's like a good self preservational maneuver. <laughs> Maybe you've never heard of it. It's called self-preservation. Self-pres. Don't I was, put yourself into danger on purpose. 
See, when you said self-preservation, I was like, ooh. But when you said self-pres, I was like, <laughs> I got into bend and snap pose. And I was like, we love it. We love a shortening. Tom Haverford, let's go. What did you think of this episode? Zerts. <laughs> I call eggs future birds. <laughs> He's so funny. That is one of the funny. I love that episode. <laughs> This, well, I asked, but then I gave you 10 seconds, but I'm going to answer the question Great. now. This feels like vintage <laughs> 30 Rock, where the density of jokes is amazing. We've got so many different storylines. They're all interesting in their own way. Then we do have like a preachy message as well. And it's just like, fuck yeah. Was it originally Christopher Hitchens who said women aren't funny? That's what Wikipedia said. So he had a <laughs> Vanity Fair article okay. um, where it was just like something that was supposed to be clickbait before computers were invented, I guess, because it was 2012. And it was like, female comedians, why? Or something like that. At the time, I think I was still listening to Adam Carolla's podcast because oh. between the misogyny, he is funny and tells like funny stories. Now he's gone total Joe Rogan crazy, but yeah. he would talk about it all the time. And he would be like, no, they're just not. Like, it's just a fact. And Louis C.K. used to talk about it. I thought this was another, like, Tracy Jordan saying shitty things about gays. So I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, my God, did Tracy Morgan actually say these things? IRL and Liz Lemon had to be, like, Tina Fey. Sorry, they're the same. <laughs> did you notice that Tracy is becoming less Tracy? This is not an episode where he has, like, his Tracy Morgan way of talking. It's different. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> well, because he was talking about such serious topics. Like the monkey? <laughs> I mean, honestly, in my friend Shuffle... Uh, the early season came up <laughs> with Marcel, okay. the capuchin monkey. Should really not. Just nobody should own exotic animals. Okay. I'm not saying they should. He owned a, a monkey in the 90s. <laughs> and he also it was the was 90s. <laughs> What's the monkey wants a cracker from New Girl? It's a little monkey. <laughs> they call just the monkey. He's like it's, it's monkey, 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 like, oh, yeah. crackers, oh, monkey, <laughs> monkey. <laughs> She does look like that Mick monkey. Mouse. <laughs> Mick Mouse. That is a clip that follows me on Reels, Instagram, TikTok. Mick Mouse. I do not know what Mick Mouse is. Are you saying Mickey Mouse? Mick Mouse. And then he goes into a monkey. monkey. And he gets a cracker. <laughs> if you like New Girl, let us know because I like it a lot. It's a potential post 30 Rock situation. So this episode is bar funny. Bonkers. Hilarious. Kenneth is funny. Yeah. Janet's funny. Kenneth using his sexuality as a weapon. Remember <laughs> last time when he had to like fatten her up in season whatever, two, I believe. Um, I believe you. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes get super serious. I know. I'm just saying, but you usually know like dates and seasons and stuff. And I'm like, I think it was last week. And you're like, no, season zero. I know, but you know how to tell a story without people wanting to kill themselves afterwards, <laughs> which is not a skill that I possess. Um, but Kenneth was like, had to make her feel bad sexually, um, or had to feel bad, and she was the wrong type of crazy, and started making out with him, and he just didn't know how to deal with that. And now he's just like, look at my ankles. For some reason, I'm just now picturing Will Arnett in the teeny tiny robe, because that's probably one of my favorite <laughs> Will Arnett moments. <laughs> he like puts that one leg up, and you're like, oh God, I know I'm going to see a ball. I just know it. <laughs> Kenneth just earnestly putting on lip balm. <laughs> we need to interview Jack. The mop in the face Blair. was like a oh. Like I could feel and taste that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't. I, didn't I did not like it. Exactly. No, that was, I was eating a pizza at that time. Not with pizza in his barrel. His barrel. Ryan Lochte. Misspelled, of course. Um, and I was just like, oh, gross. See, these are my stories. <laughs> So we open and Liz is walking down the street. 
Sorry, she sees I a haven't. limousine. Jack is exiting, and there's some leggy legs in it. And Liz is like, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. And the best part is, is that Jack is completely put together, looking handsome as always. <laughs> and he's, all right, Lemon, you got me. Yes, this is the same flashy night tie I was wearing when I left work yesterday. My hair is a disaster, and I'm indeed on a walk of shame. You slut! <laughs> and she looks so happy, and I'm just like, it is that hot slut. Like, fuck yeah, go off. You got some. <laughs> that woman was Pizzeria Zabaro, the heiress to the Zabaro Slice and Calzone fortune. Not true! <laughs> Zabaro was founded in 1956 by Gennaro and Carmelo Zabaro, and they have three sons, Joseph, Mario, and Anthony. So there is no... Pizzeria Zabar. For now, I swear, <laughs> if one of them transitions, they better transition into Pizza Mina Zabaro. I'm not trying to control people's lives, but I feel like that should happen. <laughs> you did wear your trans rights sweatshirt today, so. What more can I do for the movement? <laughs> <laughs> so Jack continues, I should be heading upstairs to change. I wouldn't want anyone seeing me like this. Come on, walk a shame. I say call it stride of pride. <laughs> And walk with your arms up like this. And this is arms wave overhead, sort of like Ali Wong on Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's very in between that and high fiving a million. Yes. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about that in so long. Um, that is surprisingly non-judgmental. I'm 41 years old, Jack. I'm no stranger to the walk of shame. We flash back to college. <laughs> Look at all the sparrows, Liz. Um, she's a backpack on, curly mullet. Think Crystal Method from Drag Race. That mullet. Yeah, no, very much that. <laughs> yes, I'm still wearing the same clothes as yesterday. I stayed up all night helping Bradley finish his Joseph coat. From Joseph and the Music Technicolor <laughs> Dream Code. <laughs> A part made famous by one Donnie Osmond. Oof. Present day, Jack says, just hearing that story tells me that Bradley was gay. Only sexually. <laughs> but I've come along, I do love that I'm gay, but only sexually. But I've come a long way since then. In fact, Chris and I have been trying. Liz Lemon has had a little sexual awakening in her bathing suit area. Lemon, I've seen your bathing suits. That could be anywhere. <laughs> I'm serious, Jack. I feel like I'm ready for one of those Sex in the City girls brunches where you talk about dirty stuff and make a lot of puns like, and I thought I was eating eggs. So is Zarina your new <laughs> girlfriend? Should I uh, invite her to my sex talk brunch? Zarina is not my girlfriend. She's one of a diverse group of women I'm currently seeing. Group, back to judgmental. Lemon, after Avery, I realize I'm never going to find everything I'm looking for in one woman. It's not fair to the ladies. <laughs> Just because I'm the complete package. You are a complete package. I got the idea. Searching, uh, I got the idea watching The Great Escape on TCM one night. How that ragtag bunch of heroes work together to be greater than the sum of their parts. The sum of all their parts. There is love. Floyd and Caitlin. There is love. No any high notes. Bronson was the brawn. Attenborough was the brains. Garner was the scrounger. McQueen was the hottie with the body. I said it. Uh-huh. And how many prisoners do you have in this little stalag? Zarina is the society girl. I take to black tie events. When I want to talk politics, I call Anne. Tabitha knows how to work my DVR. And Mindy is uh, my sex idiot. And what if they find out about each other? They're all adults, Lemon. They'll understand. And if they did come to blows, it would be an intensely erotic, like, uh, Steve McQueen on a motorcycle. Trying to jump that fence into Switzerland. But it's too high. The elevator dings open. He had a leather jacket. And then he braces himself against the elevator. And you know when those doors close, he was jacking it. Uh, yeah, that's how it's done. I don't know why I wrote Susan. Liz enters the writer's room with Sari, Susan, and two others. I think her name is Sue. Sue? Well, you, you don't know her personally. I gave her the formal She's, Sue in the transcription. She's Susan Glustabash or whatever. 
Hey, lady friends, who'd like to join me for brunch? My treat. We throw back some cosmos, talk about our climaxes. And one of the girl writers slinks underneath the table <laughs> and runs out of the room. If you heard my sex stories, you would lose your mind. Sorry, Liz, if you can't tell, that's my serene. I'm not even sure they serve brunch after the 90s. Frank walks in wearing a hat that says Blorf hat. Liz, check this out. Jenna Maroney looking great at... 56? Blorf! Okay, we are at a code orange here, people. A magazine has said that Jenna is 56. God, no, I have children. We'll get through this together. Pete, you get out of the newsstand. Buy every copy, burn them. Sari, get out of here. Just go home <laughs> for the day. And Kenneth, get Jenna's copy out of her dressing room before she sees it. Got it? Oh my God, Liz. I'm furious. You know what would make us all feel better? A ladies' brunch. No. These bitches are down for it. Nope, 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 nope. How can you be so calm? I mean, why would Tracy do this to you? Wait, what are you talking about? And then Liz reads a tweet off of Jenna's phone. I agree at real Stephen Hawking. Women are not funny, never have been, never will be. Nerd rage! How am I supposed to explain this to Jenna, who has been your comedy partner for almost seven years? Do you want me to talk to her? Honestly, I never realized she was trying to be funny. I guess I just thought she was a wig model. Unacceptable. Come on, Lem Lizard. <laughs> Name one truly funny woman. Now, if you say answer this question with a list, it's insulting. You wouldn't ask an Asian person to give you a list of good Asian drivers. Gary Tang, Zhang Chu, Roy Chung. Stop it. I was done anyway. Look, if women are so funny, do something funny right now. Welcome to the flower show. You know, I don't have to prove anything to you. Men, maybe men and women find different things funny. Maybe things that women like are boring. Maybe things that men like are boring to women. No, everyone likes all things. Football, motorcycles, steak restaurants, really dark superhero movies. These are things that suck. But women don't go around wasting our time writing articles about them. I'm not going to waste my time engaging with you on this topic. Door slams. <laughs> Grid says, well, that went well. See, that's the kind of hilarious button chicks can't come up with. So Jenna is rubbing salami <laughs> on her underwear and putting it in envelopes. What is it, Kenneth? I'm answering my fan mail. Kenneth's trying to be sexy. Oh, nothing. Just doing my daily rounds. Mm, my lips are so <laughs> dry. I better wet them with this mop. And he pulls the mop out of the bucket, full of water, slaps himself in the mouth. Oof. Oh, no. Now my undershirt is wet with mop juice. He, under he unbuttons his top button. There's still a t-shirt on underneath. Oh, I see what's going on here. You be the janitor, and I'll be the piece of gum on the floor that you just can't chisel off. Sure is hot in here. Maybe I should roll up my pants. <laughs> Puts his leg up on the counter and pulls up one half of a leg, grabs a ma magazine, and throws it to Pete, who comes to the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Show me that part of your shins that's hairless from your synthetic socks. Liz, Liz, Liz. Oh, thank God. He... Pete has the magazine, and she's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> also, I called in a fake page six item about how young Jenna is. I think her bases are covered. Wow. Okay, great. We solved our Jenna problem. We did it. Story over. Then the Great Escape theme plays. I did not even notice. I've never seen it. So it's a montage of Jack on his dates. And the number one, he's in a museum with a young woman, and they make out at the end. Then he's on a tennis court with another young lady, and they make out. Third one, he's in a cigar bar with a woman with a short haircut and a jacket, and they shake hands. She looks like Rachel Maddow. Does she? Yeah. And the last one, he's exiting an underwear store with Mindy. And Jack has to speak to her like a demented dog. 
Are you hungry? No, I'm not gay. Do you want to go to a movie or? No, I can just do it. Oh, okay. Oh, Zarina. Hello. Jack. Uh, this is Mindy. Mindy, Zarina. Pleasure. Yeah. Oh, shiny. Oh, look. I know this is awkward, but we never said we were exclusive. And like a silverback gr- gorilla or Mitt Romney's grandfather, I require more than one woman to. Oh, Jack, I understand. I'm sure Mindy gives you certain things. I can't. Indeed. The woman appears to have no hip joints. Thank you for being so. Then Ryan Lochte with no shirt comes up. So Ryan Lochte is the piece of crap, piece of shit, Olympian, very himbo energy, but like dark sided himbo, um, very square body, attractive, but like doofusy and did some shit. He um, claimed that he had been pulled over and robbed by armed men with police badges while in Rio for the Summer Olympics. Um, he was not. Then he was on the traders where he got kicked off pretty early. So that was good. Suck it. Anyway, he strolls up. Another old guy wanted to buy my shirt. Old guys are so funny. That sounds exactly right. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, Jack Ryan, Ryan Jack. Jack Ryan is one of the first characters that Alec Baldwin ever played in The Hunt for the Red October. Very nice work on IMDb. Thank you. I remembered it. I remembered it. I memorized that. <laughs> Ryan? Jack? Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went so mad that it became him. That is a meta moment right there. Jenna? Oh, Jack, I'm sorry. I didn't think anyone would be up here this late. Sometimes I like to come up here at night and flash my breasts at the Empire State Building. Is that the only building that you flash, or do you also flash the Time Warner Center to make the Empire State Building feel like an old fool? Are you all right, Jack? You look like that flashcard they told me means sadness. I have to break it off with a woman I'm seeing. I found out I'm just an aging squirtle in her Pokemon. That's tough. Accepting the way other people see us can be difficult. I mean, inside, I still feel like a sex idiot. But I have to accept the fact that I'm fake 56 now and I'm more of a Diane Lane ageless beauty. But don't fight it. Embrace it. Look. Do you really want this girl asking you to go hear her friend DJ in Brooklyn? No, that sounds exhausting. Do you want to drive five hours to go rock climbing with her and be expected to have sex after? I do not. I'm in my back. So don't break up with her. Just be the older person. It's fun. You get to say racist stuff whenever you want, and people bring you soup. I do like soup. So Liz is in her office pouring drinks for Susan and the other writer. <laughs> The other night, my boyfriend and I were making love, and I suggested that we wear sleep masks. I hit my nose pretty hard on the bedside table, but... Liz Lemon, I just saw this hilarious dude on YouTube. You gotta put him on the show. So soon the other grab grab the... I think it's like a vodka bottle. Okay. She's pouring what looks like... um, What are the cranberry vodka martinis called? Cranberry? Cosmos. Okay. She's like, she's pouring Cosmos, and then there's a bottle of wine there. Look at me. Oh, heard. Oh, we see what we want. I want vodka. No, it's, of course, a hilarious dude. What was it? Some idiot who let his friend skateboard over his penis? Even better. It's a monkey, and his name is Professor Wigglebottom. A monkey? So no women are funny, but you want me to put a monkey on the show? Oh, my God. Are we still talking about that? We debated this already, and I won. Tracy, I'm not putting any monkeys on TGS, because you know what? 
I don't think monkeys are funny. How dare you generalize so crassly? I'm offended. Okay, name one funny monkey. Bonzo, Clyde, the bear. No, I refuse to answer this question with the list. It's insulting the monkeys and the descendants. Humans, I win again! We're back on the street. You're okay with this, right, Jack? Of course. How can it not be? I'm great escaping you, so you have a right to uh, do the same. My generation calls it Pokemoning. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> that was what all of our RAs would put up for like STDs. Like, don't catch them all. But apparently it was fine if you caught one. I assume your uh, sex idiot gives you something I cannot, although I can't imagine what that might be. Really? So how many other Pokemons are there? Jack, the plural of Pokemon is Pokemon. So Ryan and Mindy are making out, <laughs> and the they best. both <laughs> treat them like dogs. Mindy, Mindy. No, Ryan Lochte. Look, Look at me. Look at me. And he's jingling his car keys at Mindy. <laughs> Terrible. Miss Maroney, did you see the newspaper headline? Teens gone wild. Is Jenna Maroney partying too hard? Be careful. You don't want to turn out like Amanda Bynes. Did Aww. I do it right? No. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm much too old to party. I watch Castle, and my purse is filled with sweet and lows. Liz, can I ask you a question? Don't let her take me. <laughs> it's not going to be a question. It's going to be a series of mean statements. <laughs> if I find out that someone around here planted this disgusting story that I'm young, I'm going to ha. I'm going to do them what I did to my own ribs. Take them out. Jeez, it was me. Okay, I did it. Then Magazine said I was 56. Wait, you saw that? Well, of course I did. I planted it. What? Why? <laughs> to escape the curse of the Middle East actress. <laughs> Instead of losing a push-up contest to Julie Bowen to see who gets to play Kevin James' mean wife, who he's sick of having sex with, I'm going to skip ahead to being an amazing slut. Ooh! Who wins Oscars? <laughs> I mean, how hot is... Helen Mirren. Super hot. I mean, have you seen that picture of her in a bikini? She looks amazing for... Exactly. For. She looks amazing for a 67-year-old. She's not actually that hot. She's got a gut and British legs. All right, settle down. Well, now we know it won't happen again. What if it's too late, Liz? I'm in the running for an endorsement deal with Jerry Chair. <laughs> America's number one motorized stair climber. I know Jerry Chair. They're the company that makes my bed steps. You better not invest this up for me, Liz, because I will take them out. She's grabbing Liz's ribs, and Liz is like, I'm scared, but it tickles. So there's a newspaper headline, and it says, Lochte gets a slice of za. I'm aware of this. Zarina is great escaping me, and of course, I'm fine with it. Really? Because I've seen that look on your face before, when Jack Welch called you Crit, when Jack Welch called you Rick. I was fine with that, too. I mean, he and I had met only like a million times, so why should he remember me? It was very Kaylee energy there. Where did she go? Back to school. What, with Danny? Maybe I should meet these other men in Zarina's Pokemon. No, bad idea. There are no bad ideas, Lemon, only great ideas that go horribly wrong. Look, when no conceivable good can come of something, don't engage. I would love to keep arguing with Tracy about whether women are funnier than monkeys. I once saw a monkey in a cowboy outfit. <laughs> would love to see the town he's a sheriff of. The point is, why do I care what Tracy thinks? I don't, because I know the truth. Women are just as funny as men, and, and you know the truth is too. I do. I am the complete package, and I don't know what one thing I give Serena. I mean, who cares? Not me. Great. So we're not engaging. This is growth, Jack, and we are going to celebrate by going to brunch, brunch place and talking about my new sex-positive lifestyle. Absolutely not. We did it in the shower. My shoes got ruined. I said no. There are so many references to her shoes, though. I like couldn't even... Because of her feet. Because of her feet. 
because of her feet. So then Jack yells out, I said no. And he's like waving her off and she like lifts her little leg. It's real cute. <laughs> so I'm late, everyone. I had to pick up my friend. Sorry, you do it. You're Tracy. No, so you're so Tracy much better. better no, I'll do it. It's. So I'm late, everyone. I had to pick up my friend from the train station. Say hello, Professor Wigglebottom. <laughs> oh, that dude's awesome. See how he's wearing clothes and he's got a suitcase. He's like he's going on a business trip. Why is he being so professional? We should put him on the show. He could play a young Steven Tyler. He looks like me if I were fancy. See, Liz? See, Liz? Everyone's <laughs> laughing because here are things that are just funny, like monkeys, the Three Stooges, and me. And some things just aren't. Like females and listing only two things. I'd like to see a Lucille Ball. I'd like to see Lucille Ball do this on TV. He lifts up his shirt. Male nipples, funny. Monkey nipples, funny. Female nipples, useless. Engaging. <laughs> all right, that's it. I will prove to you once and for all that women are just as funny as monkeys. Jenna and I are remounting our award-winning 1996 two-woman show right here, 4 p.m. Mandatory. Liz thinks everyone's clapping for her, but it's for Professor Wigglebottoms. He took off his bottoms. <laughs> he wiggled on Adam. Um, so Jack's reading an email in front of Jonathan. Thinking of you, sweetie. XO, Serena. Sweetie, why didn't she write thinking of you, Jackie Bear? She could have written this to anyone. Jonathan, give me a young person. Who has a social life? It's a group email, isn't it? This woman is Pokemoning me. She's blind copied you, but if you just click this plus sign, yep, there's the whole group. Hip420 at brooklyn.beard. Ryan Lochte, Ryan Lochte misspelled, at swimteam.org. <laughs> Ken Tremendous, who is Michael Shore, at fremulin.biz. Total package 50, oh, well, that's me. I don't care if it takes all day. I want you to teach me how to copy all of those email addresses and paste them into a new email. Ha. <laughs> so Liz walks in and Jenna's on the phone. No, I understand. You'll let me know when you've made a decision. But, uh, okay, bye. How's it going, friendy? Well, that was Gerald Chair, the inventor of the Jerry Chair. They're leaning towards Jamie Lee Curtis. She's already beaten me out of the Activia and the cool flash menopause popsicles. Uh, well, this might not be the best timing, but I need a favor. Yeah, today's the day when I'm going to do my first favor ever. This isn't a favor for me. It's a favor for all women. Uh, We're going to prove Tracy wrong. Bored. And show him how funny women are. Are we, though? By restaging our old show. Our old show. Huh. 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 Are you thinking or doing Kegels? Yes. Let's do it. But we have to do the doctor sketch. The one where I'm a little girl. Sure. Absolutely. And thank you for being a friend about this. Yes. Friend. I mean, yes. Friend. <laughs> she does it the same way. She's like, yes. Friend. Um, Jackson's office with many men. Ooh. Sorry. I was just thinking about that. Thank you for coming in. Coming in where? Thank you for coming in, gentlemen. I look forward to discovering exactly what each of you has to offer Zarina that I do not. I know she is a sex idiot for uninhibited experimentation. No, I'm pretty sure we're in love. A filthy hippie to make her feel bohemian. I get it. I can't give her that. Someone to make her parents angry. Oh, man. Is that all I am to her? It's 2012. Sorry, Norbert. The truth hurts. Oof. Interesting. A mean Wall Street type. I would have thought I was the money guy. So what does that make me? Just the perfect head of hair. Hey, sorry I'm late. Heavenly Father, you must be Ken Tremendous. I don't understand. What am I doing here? Record all the classic boyfriend archetypes, except her father figure. Where's that guy? Am I right? One who falls asleep at the opera and doesn't notice that she's texting a real boyfriend from bed? <laughs> Where's that sucker? Oh no, is it me? 
So Liz is on stage and all the others are in the audience. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. She plays a song at the beginning that could be Sleater Kinney. I'm going to be your Joey Ramone. Maybe. We love she- Sleater Kinney. It was very Riot Girl. I know, but Emma must have written that. Uh-huh. That means she already looked at the script. Yeah. Why would she do that? It's Emma. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to see is a classic sketch from the Chicago area. Pimmon nominated two women show, Maroney and Lemon. I take you now to this doctor's office. Doctor, I'm unhappy with me little body. Can you help me? Well, of course. Toddler plastic surgery is an exciting new field. We can take you down an entire diaper size. So then we're in uh, montage mode. This. Uh, this sketch is hilarious. Take it from me. Women are funny. We can all agree. Carol Burnett, Lucille Ball. No, not gonna do it. It's beneath us all. Because we don't need to prove it to you. No, we don't need to prove it to you. Thank you, doctor. Don't thank me. Thank Roe versus Wade. Woo! No, we don't need to prove it. I didn't see that coming. No, we don't need to prove it. Do you? That was actually funny, Liz. So why does TGA suck so much? Thanks for Elizabeth Q. Lemonade, I owe you an apology. That skit was funny. Like monkey funny. Thanks. That means a lot, Tracy. When you were like, come in, I'm a doctor. Yeah. And you had on that lab coat like a doctor. A lady doctor. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Really, that's what you thought the joke was? There's a female doctor? Yeah, and Jenna, you said you has that sad old prostitute trying to look young? Commentary. Old. Oh, thank you, Tracy. That's the only reason I did this. And down in his Jerry chair comes <laughs> Gerald, and it was spectacular. Gerald, you came. You bet I did, baby. There's nothing older than trying to be young, and you look like a million years up there. Congratulations. You are Jerry chair's new spokescrone. <laughs> Spokescrone. Lolo Jones, a man couldn't even do that doctor sketch. We would have just been sitting here listening to his medical advice. You were right, Liz Lemon. Women can be funny. You know what? I'll take it. Stride pride. Jenna steps out on the back balcony of Jack's office. Jenna? Oh, Jack, I'm sorry. I didn't think anyone would be up here this late. Sometimes I like to come here at night and flash my brass at the Empire State Building. Is that the only building that you flash? Or do you also flash the Time Warner Center to make the Empire State Building feel like an old fool? You all right, Jack? You look like that flashcard. They told me it means sadness. I have to break it off with the woman I'm seeing. I found out that I'm just an aging squirtle in her Pokemon. That's tough. Accepting the way other people see us can be difficult. I mean, inside, I still feel like a sex idiot, but I have to accept the fact that I'm fake 56 now. And I'm more of a Diane Lane ageless beauty, but I'm fight it. Embrace it. Look, you really want the girl asking you to go hear her friend DJ in Brooklyn? No, that sounds exhausting. Do you want to drive five hours to go rock climbing with her and be expected to have sex after? I do not. I mean, my back. So don't break up with her and just be the older person. It's fun. <sighs> You get to say racist stuff Ooh. whenever you want. And people bring you soup. I do I do like soup. So Jenna flashes the Empire State Building. Woo! Liz is in her Sex in the City moment. She's got like fluffy hair and she's like riding the tutu. Her computer. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I never got my Sex in the City brunch. And maybe I never got to share the fact that I now know four different sexual positions, one of which includes a, involves a chair. <laughs> but maybe a good relationship... <laughs> But maybe a good relationship. But maybe a good relationship is more than that. Anyway, all of this talk of great escaping and Pokemon's got me thinking. 
Is accepting who you are the secret to getting what you want? Action. Jerry Chan makes it safe for me to spend Christmas alone. Do men and women really see the world so differently? Or can we agree that we're all just monkeys with suitcases trying to seem like people? Well played, Professor Wigglebottoms. Wait, you a female? How you doing, girl? Can we get everything we need from one person? Or is it that what friends are for? To be the allied POWs and whimsical Japanese mini-creatures that help us get through life. Now, this is how people dance before Chubby Checker ruined everything. I guess what I'm saying is, I need to modify my Zappos order. (laughs) So please email me back at your earliest convenience. Phyllis Dilla, Joan Rivers, Gilda Radner, Lucille Ball, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, Carol Burnett, Lily Tomlin. Yes, thank you, Tracy. Those are all very funny women. Funny women? These are the names of my fingers. Irma Bombeck, Tignataro, is my impression of a Chinese person. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, Monique, and Roseanne Barr. Now that's some funny women, all of whom have screamed at me because they were on their period. Hey. <laughs> so, do you think women are funny? Nick did actually do some research this week. He looked at IMDb. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. About the Great Escape? Yes. And about um, Michael Shore's Ken Tremendous is his email address. Oh. The Sleater Kinney thing, I'm not sure. I swear it was. When a did little... you write that? Before I went upstairs. <laughs> okay. That freaked me out. <laughs> I'm like, when did you have time to look at the script? I emailed it while we were sitting here. But it was, I really wanted to know. Did you email it? I mean, did you Google it? No. Yeah, I've never seen The Great Escape. But anyway, so the Christopher Hitchens thing was a Vanity Fair article called Why Women Aren't Funny, which caused upset among Tina Fey, Sarah Silverman, Amy Poehler, and others. The song playing before Liz and Jenna start their comedy show for the crew is I Want to Be Your Joey yes. Ramone. Oh, nice. By punk rock band Sleater Kids. Hey, killed that. Oh my God. You could have Googled that a half hour ago. <sighs> no, it was more fun to wonder. <laughs> and get it right. Yeah, I was pretty sure. I mean, (laughs) I mean, how many gemstones would you give this episode? 92. Hmm. Emma? Hmm. What parts are you going to rewatch? All of it. The Jack Journey's fun. I don't know. Mm, I'm at a 90. I'm going to go like 87. Wow. I mean, it's still a great show, but. Other than Ryan Lochte being a moron. I don't really <laughs> like the monkey. That makes me sad that there's a monkey. Okay. That's fair. It makes me sad. I don't like the bit of women aren't funny. Yeah, the sexism was sad for me. <laughs> and the racism at the end. Mm-hmm. That didn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sexism and the racism were both terrible. I like flashing buildings. You know, there's some good moments. <laughs> Jenna's whole thing. Ken's whole thing. The sluttiness of it all. Ken's whole thing. I'm just saying it doesn't have a moment mm. that I want to rewatch. I have children. That peep bit. Right. The sexual climax and she slides out. That's you. You're her. What? She's like, should we do a lady's bride? Should we can talk about climaxes? And the other female right here slides at her desk and flees. All right, fine. I'm not that <laughs> nimble. <laughs> that would be really sad to watch me like slide down and then try and crawl out. But you are that quick and you have jumped over that candlestick. So next week is a real mixed bag with Unwind Deluxe. Yeah. 
I don't know about it. Ooh, you don't? I don't know the season. How do you feel about Jimmy Buffett? Good, I hate him too. So <laughs> if you have if you struggle with parrot people, parrot heads and parrot people. Is it Jenna's people? Yes. Mm. Floridians. Floridians. Mm. So Jack uses Liz as a chum for a Republican fundraiser. You have to watch her eat an uncomfortable amount of shrimp. <laughs> And the entire TGS crew becomes frustrated when Jenna's Jimmy Buffett ripoff song attracts an annoying new audience. It's a good one. That is good. Amy Sedaris is really funny in it. Oh, I'd love her. Oh, good. I won't run any more before you. She dies. <laughs> She's not wearing a seatbelt, and she flies through the car window. Good one. That'll make sense soon. It will. <laughs> you guys. What did you think of it since you're the first time seeing it? It was 90. Yeah, it was 90. <laughs> I'd like her to use more words. Like I said, I really liked the whole, the Jack, I liked the Pokemoning in my generation <laughs> versus The Great Escape. Um, I love when Jack gets humbled a little bit, when he's feeling a little bit too big for his britches. Uh, I had to remember who Ryan Lochte was, but that was a fun <sighs> throwback. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love... The Liz Jenna part, I, I don't know. I just didn't love that they had to go do a weird skit that I didn't get, or the Jenna's old. That didn't make any sense to me. I loved it. Yeah. Well, great. Neutral on the monkey. If you want to hear more of what Nick thinks, you can listen to our <laughs> Takes All Over the Place <laughs> podcast where he lets Emma and I talk when he thinks it's time for us to try and be funny. <laughs> so you can listen to that at any time. Um, you can also join our Patreon. And if you join our Patreon by going to flibody.com, uh, Oh, takes no patreon.com slash takes five. Then sometimes you get the bonus episode. This week will be about serendipity, mm. love, oui. intrigue, being oui. on the Sex in the City train, terrible wigs <laughs> from this episode, oui. terrible <laughs> acting part for John Corbett. Oui. <laughs> I can't believe you said yes. Anyway. <laughs> and if you get to a certain level, you become an accountability or taken with us. Oui. Nick will read your voice. Your name. He will read your voice. <laughs> I will read your voice. In I French. will read your cards. He will read your voice. Nick, who are those magical patrons? They are Dearest James. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Indian? I don't know. It sounded like Russian by way of Indian by way of a stroke. <laughs> All inspiring Audrey. <laughs> Peerless Pam, Beneficent Bernie, <laughs> Awesome Abigail, Astonishing Alicia, Lovely Lars, Amazing Anne, Jocular Joel, Astounding Alina, Electric Elise, Luminous Lisa, Marvelous Maraca, Jovial Jenny, Jubilant Jenna, Magical Mandana, Sumptuous 76 Trombones, Magnificent Meredith, and Critical Cassandra. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Mon chéri. <laughs> Goodbye. The gems are. Bye. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Ce soir. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.